On today's episode, I'll be talking about manifesting and how to stop doing this thing that we all do that sabotages our manifesting plans. So the big question is this, how are everyday, spiritually-minded women like us who don't love the spotlight, who are willing to risk everything to create lives that we love, how do we market ourselves in a way that feels good while still becoming profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Mona Lisa Andavia, and welcome to the Love, Light, and Business Podcast. If you're listening to this, chances are you have a big desire for a life that feels more aligned with your values. There's also a big chance that you've seriously considered online entrepreneurship, coaching, yoga, starting an Etsy, or another holistically-minded, wellness, heart-centered, service-based business because you want to help others and share your own message of love, light, and healing. And girl, the world needs more of us. This makes a lot of sense because if you're an introverted and intuitive woman who is called to be of service and do meaningful work, the standard job won't feel appealing for you. It can feel too constrictive to live on someone else's terms, even if the job or the people you work with are amazing. Why? Because at the end of the day, the job was not designed for you to live your best life. It was designed to help the company you work for as it should. Because of this, we intuitively feel guided to leave and create something of our own, our own business on our own terms, where we can do things that nourish our soul and make a positive impact on those we work with. But here's the tricky part. So many of us, myself included, start our journeys because of what we don't want, which is totally okay and normal. That is the contrast that is the basis of what forms our desires and keeps us evolving on our personal journey. But we can fall into a self-destructing loop if we only focus on what we don't want in our journey. Because of the law of attraction, which states that we attract what we focus on. Therefore, if you are only focusing on what you don't want, you're going to attract what you don't want. And girl, girl, this is literally the hardest thing about manifesting. Even now, when something triggers me, I tend to obsessively think about exactly what I don't want in all of its different perspectives and all of the different angles. And I like analyze it and drive myself crazy doing that until I realize what I'm doing. Luckily, now I can catch myself faster than I used to, but this still happens to me. So it's definitely human nature. Our brains are there to protect us. And I'm not a scientist or anything, but it makes sense to me that it probably thinks it's protecting us somehow by playing what we don't want on a loop. Thank you, brain, but actually you're not helping. (laughs) So what can we do about this very human, very natural tendency that we all have that secretly sabotages our desire to manifest a beautiful heart-centered business. Well, we all have to begin a new thought loop on what we do want. And as we practice this, slowly but surely, it will gain more momentum than the negative thought loop. 
By the way, don't worry if you can't get rid of all of your negative thoughts. That's not even possible. So don't even try. Honestly, I think that would just give me more anxiety than anything to try to think, oh, that thought wasn't okay. Oh no, it's like then you would just spin out of control. I've totally been there. But think about this. A negative thought has such a low frequency and vibration that its manifesting powers are far outweighed by higher vibration thoughts. I don't know the exact proportion, but it definitely feels like it's at least 10,000 or even 100,000 or a million to one. The moral, don't get too caught up in your head about controlling your negative thoughts. Instead, focus on creating more positive ones. They can run side by side. Define what this means for you. Does it mean working from home, working on meaningful projects, being able to travel, having a tiny team, or being the leader of a large team, creating passive income, having one-to-one clients? For me, it was always about spending more time on this earth with my husband, the love of my life, and doing things we love and finding out new things we love together. It was also about feeling free with my time, my mind, my energy, and being able to travel and explore the world, take spontaneous trips with my family, or just simply take time off for my period or half a season, like the holidays. As I discovered my ideal client, I fell in love again with the woman I was meant to serve. Honestly, I love and adore each and every one of my clients. And I guarantee you that if you were to talk to them, they would tell you that they feel that a thousand percent. And that's how I want your relationship with your clients to feel. Honestly, my clients are the ones who inspire me to dream bigger, create new things, and keep me asking from my heart, How can I serve? How can I show up in an even bigger way for this woman? Which, by the way, is the number one question you should be asking yourself in a heart-centered business once you've tuned into your ideal client. Everything else is noise. So once you know what success would look like for you in your own business, I want you to imagine what would having this feel like. Allow yourself to feel that. What would it mean if you had success in this way? What would that feel like in your body, in your heart, in your soul, in your energy? And this is important. If you have any thoughts that creep up to say, oh, this is silly. This is stupid. I couldn't have that because I'm dreaming too big. This isn't realistic or that's silly. I could never, this won't happen for me. Those kinds of thoughts, the fears, the doubts, the worries, You must stop when, and actually it will come up for all of us, but when those thoughts come up, what I want you to do is gently back up and stop. You can full on stop the flow of that thought train and go back to the thoughts that feel good. And if that's feeling too hard for you, because maybe the momentum of that negative train of thoughts got too far, all you have to do is come back another time. Don't try to force feeling good if your thoughts and fears are getting in the way. That's really important. All right, now over to you. What was your aha from today's podcast? Take a moment to write it down for you. I hope that this has served you and I'll see you on the next episode of the Love, Light, and Business Podcast. 
enjoyed today's podcast, please head over to iTunes and give me a five-star rating and a short one-sentence review on why you love the Love Lighting Business Podcast. I would greatly appreciate it because it would help me reach more introverted, intuitive, and empath women and lightworker bosses who could use the support on their own business and spiritual journey. Thank you so much, love. Love and light.